Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Neon Talk, Neon Black's one and only podcast. I'm your host, Paige Hardy, and today for you, we have a vibe episode. Now, I know that in our live stream right now, we are waiting for some people to come start and showing up, and on the podcast, you guys are listening to it uh, past our live stream. So, um, to get into what today's topic is, actually, before I even get into today's topic, what I want to say is um, one thing. First, thank you, everybody, for joining us uh, every week. As always, we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you guys. I really, really appreciate all the love and support that we get from you guys every single week, Um, you know, and we keep getting new people wanting to come in and do more interviews, do more podcasts with us. Um, We're even trying to switch up a little bit of how we flow on these too um, and the type of topics that we bring to you guys. So it can be a little bit more enjoyable for you, a little bit more hands-on, more engaged, um, whether you are watching from the live stream or whether you are listening to it on the podcast on Facebook right now. So um, last week was a vibe episode about motivation. Um, And if you missed the vibe episode before that, uh, it was about entrepreneurship. So as of late with these vibe episodes, uh, I've been trying to touch more into the topics of entrepreneurship and, you know, business world and kind of how we can incorporate a little bit of personality and neon black and all that into one. So um, to kind of wrap up uh, what we were talking about um, with the first episode of entrepreneurship was I talked a little bit more on the makings of kind of what it kind of what an entrepreneur is in a sense of uh, job description, um, personality, characteristics wise and everything like that. Um, I'm going to touch base on a few things for you just to bullet points if you didn't get to see that last episode. Now I know that is not on our Facebook podcast uh, list at the moment. Um, I do need to re-record it just because we had some technical issues, um, but I will get that to you guys. So, you know, I talked about um, things like, uh, first of all, the definition of motivation, which was our last five episode topic, um, which is huge on being an entrepreneur, I think. Um, you know, motivation in general is the desire or like the willingness to want to do something. And uh, I think motivation comes into an extremely strong play with being an entrepreneur, with trying to run your own business, with trying to keep going every single day. Um, and, you know, I talked a bit a little bit about it on a more personal level as well the other day um, with more those who aren't entrepreneurs, like working out and just kind of the everyday trying to find that motivation, trying to get your grind, trying to get up and do it. Um, so that that. Uh, podcast is actually on Facebook. You can go check that out. Um, so, you know, so basically with being an entrepreneur, it kind of falls into the play of, uh, like time management, um, and kind of no, the no fear of failure aspects. Uh, you can't really, God, people are at wrong time, homie. Someone asked me for the link to this live podcast and I'm already in it. So he's going to have to figure it out himself. Um, but yeah, so time management uh, is huge with being an entrepreneur as well as the whole no fear of failure thing. Um, you know, I feel like it kind of goes along with the motivation and giving up aspect. Um, if you uh, are afraid to fail and then you're afraid to continue to grow and learn. And by the way, that look that I gave across from my camera was my cat like devil staring at me because I'm not giving her pets right now. <laughs> um, so yeah, and then, uh, <clears throat> you know, also clarity of your brand and your mission, which being an entrepreneur, you know, we always want to put our fingers in so many different pies and start up so many different opportunities and businesses. Uh, but you know, you really have to have that clear path of where you're going with your company, uh, to be able to have it follow through smoothly and efficiently. 
and hello everybody down in uh, the comments, by the way, and the live stream. Um, believing in yourself is another uh, really big thing with being an entrepreneur. Uh, kind of goes into play with the whole motivation thing and the fear of failure. Um, you know, believing in yourself and believing in the company is probably one of the biggest factors with being an entrepreneur. Because if you don't believe, then where are you going to go? Um, you know, Santa's only Santa because people believe in him. Uh, so I think that's a really big thing. And then really, it all just comes down to mindsets at the end of the day. So if no one caught it last week. Apparently my like catchphrase is at the end of the day. And now I hear like Vince saying it all the time too. And I catch myself every time I say it. So I'm just going to officially state that that's like my new catchphrase at the end of the day. So if anybody counts how many times I say those in podcasts, you will get free merch. I'm just putting it out there. Um, especially the last episode, because I don't know how many times I said that. <laughs> um, and then a little bit of, uh, touching on the characteristics of an entrepreneur, which we talked about, um, you know, before, which is um, confidence, being open minded, uh, self starter, being competitive, being determined, and just having strong people skills in general. Um, and while I talked on on all those topics, uh, you know, I also told you guys, you know, you're allowed to outsource. There's a lot of things with coming with being an entrepreneur where you're not going to be great at everything. And if you think that you are, then you're probably not going to get very far because you're probably doing mediocre on half of your shit. Um, if it's one thing that I've learned is that, you know, if you have a good skill, put that skill to use. So being able to outsource other people who can help you with your company uh, is pretty valuable. Uh, to being an entrepreneur, being able to involve other people with your business that's going to help you grow. And um, I think having those strong people skills to be able to go out there and network and find those right people is huge. And, um, you know, just just the character, the, the mindset of being an entrepreneur is a very go getter. Um, you know, that whole can't be afraid of failure. Like one of the hashtags that I love is that I kind of made up. I don't know. Uh, you know, grind like no one's watching. Um, it's kind of something that came into mind when I started working with neon black clothing, because in a sense, you know, being an entrepreneur, you never, you know, you don't have eyes on you all the time because you are growing, you're starting from the bottom, you know, you're getting there. So, um, having the mindset of grinding, like no one's watching is kind of just being proud of yourself and being uh, thankful and, you know, looking at your achievements from what you've done just within your own inner reflecting. Um, because a lot of the times you won't get that from the outside world that you wanted. Uh, a lot of the times recognition and, uh, that feeling of you feeling good that you're getting somewhere and going somewhere doesn't always happen when it comes to business. So being able to put that aside and keep your strength and keep your focus uh, grinding, it's great. But those are just a little bit of a recap from our last entrepreneurship talk. Um, you know, like I said, I'm going to re-record that for anybody who missed it because of our technical difficulties. But today, what I want to dive into a little bit more, um, you know, we already had the motivation talk, uh, is um, sales and marketing. But real quick, before I get into sales and marketing, actually, I guess it's kind of a bullet point within sales and marketing because it goes involved with Neon Black Clothing. So if you guys haven't been up to date on what we've been coming out with lately, we did just release uh, a new Neon Black Organization hat, which if you don't know what the organization is, the Neon Black Org is our esports online gaming community. And we just came out with some pretty pretty dope snapbacks got a blue one pink one black one they're all amazing so you need to go check that out especially if you're in the esports um 
industry field. I don't know exactly what you want to call it. Um, but you know, if you are a big online gamer and you like competitive gaming, I definitely recommend go checking out our neon black organization. Um, we're going places quick. So it's something that I would, uh, keep an eye on. Um, but speaking upon that and the hats, um, we may or may not have a special guest, uh, join us and pop in today to show us some hats, but we will uh, see how that goes. But to get into today's topic um, of sales and marketing. So I've got about nine bullet points for you guys. As you know, I try to make these podcasts only about like 20 to 30 minutes long. So I'm not completely, um, you know, boring you. And um, to answer one of the questions in the live in the stream um, right now, uh, Tommy, is that esports, online sports, like electronic sports, esports, um, that's basically all of those first person shooters, um, all like Apex Legends and, you know, I don't want to say Fortnite, but, you know, the games along that concept of the competitive online gaming, um, we have a huge uh, organization right now. now. I wouldn't say huge, but we have a, a good sized organization right now that we are working on that is go is doing great things. And I'm super proud of them. And I'm super excited for August when I get to meet like part of them and go to Vegas and go to the esports competition. Like, <laughs> anyways, <laughs> besides the point, if you're into esports and online gaming, you should definitely go check them out. Um, so back to, uh, the, the topic of today. So, uh, like I said, nine bullet points for you guys. So the first bullet point that I have is, um, sell the benefit, not the comparison. So this, these bullet points are kind of more based on entrepreneurs who kind of already have uh, their brand established, they have their mission established, and now they're kind of just trying to focus on sales and marketing aspects, um, trying to figure out whether how they should go about it, what platforms they should market on, who they should market to, what type of sales and everything like that. So that's what I'm going to get into. So selling the benefit instead of the, comp- the comparison is basically saying when you when you meet somebody and you know that you have a skill or a trade or a knack or something that you can offer them that would be beneficial for either you or both parties um you know you don't want to sell yourself as being like hey i can example I'll, I'll use an example of myself hey i can take better photos than sarah goodman i don't know random name and instead of me being like, oh, yeah, you know, I can I can take so much better photos than her. Uh, you know, I think I'll do I could do this, 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 and this. Um, instead of telling that person who I'm better than, who I can be better than, um, a better way to approach that would be like, hey, um, you know, I know that, you know, so and so Sarah Goodman Um I want to let you, you know, I take photos this way and I like doing this and I want to hear some of your words instead of kind of, instead of comparing what makes you better than another company, focus on and the same thing, but without the comparison, tell them why you're better than that other company without comparing yourself to that other company. Um, this, I mean, comparing yourself and is going to put that other company in the back of their mind. So who's to say, you know, you say blah, blah, blah. They don't know who they are. And then they go look up who they are and they end up going with that person instead of you, because you are comparing yourself instead of just standing up to your beliefs and the strength of uh, your business and your brand and what you know you can bring to the table. 
Um, so, you know, things like cost and quality, um, not only that, you know, or a combination of the both, uh, you know, so it's, it's don't Hey, so-and-so takes shitty photos. I can take better photos. Well, my costs are this, this is how much I, you know, I charge, um, we do about this many photos. I'm willing to talk and work and negotiate. Um, and, and, you know, so yeah, uh, as famous in the comments are is mentioning, yeah, portfolio basically. Um, you know, show them who you are. Don't tell them who you are. Um, and I think that's a really big fact. Um, the second one that I have is always listen to the customer. So the customer is always right. I'm sure if any of you have ever been in any sort of retail position or manager position, the customer is always right. Um, whether it's a silly argument or whether it's for longevity. Um, you know, there was a story that I came about when I was doing my research into the topic of this podcast, which was about Sam Walton, um, one of the owners of Walmart. Uh, he basically wanted to start a small little business in a non like concentrated, not co- like a non populated concentrated area. And uh, he wanted, and, but like, and everybody told him that it wasn't going to work because there wasn't enough people he did it anyways. And now look at the Waltons. They're freaking rich. And it's because he listened to someone. It's because like, right, I, so I totally messed that up. <laughs> yeah. So people told him it would fail, but one of his friends basically told him like, like it would work. Like, so not just not friends, customers, people that he was talking to. I'm sorry. I got that mixed up. <laughs> but anyways, um, no, yeah. They told him it would fail. He didn't listen to the them, but he listened to the people who were in his life who believed in his mission and saw what he had going and told him that, you know, he does have something. So because he listened to them and he listened to the, the, the community of who he was trying to reach out to and listening to that community is what grew his brand. He wasn't growing on a mass level from the beginning. He was growing from a community level. I mean, no company just unless for some reason you are picked up by a investor or someone uh, high up there, it is very, very rare for a startup company to become, uh, oh my God, what's the word I'm looking for? Just to basically become popular overnight. Um, it's, it's unless it's some sort of economically, culturally changing thing. Um, so, you know, you just got to you got to listen to to who you're selling to, uh, who your customer base is, who your demographic is, because um, that's who's really going to push you with your company at the end of the day, not all the other thems and naysayers. Um, sorry, I got a little bit of off my flow there. I'm going to snap back um, to reality. Look, there's go. OK, I'm. Um, so the third point I have for you is marketing the product before it's ready. So basically, when you have a a product that you want to sell. Um, you don't just take a photo of it and put it online. You need to look at that product and figure out like who you're selling it to, who you're marketing to, how you're going to be marketing to it. Um, what platforms you're going to be using. Are you going to be putting it on social media? Is it something that you're going to be selling directly business to business and not having to worry about that client, that, the, that customer base of, um, consumers or, um, you know, whether it's, 
the promotions, the ads, uh, models for photographs, for um, photo shoots before you have that, uh, whether you have a website, um, you know, all of these things come into play with your brand awareness. And that's what the biggest focus on is when it comes to marketing is the brand awareness, because you're not just marketing a product, you're marketing a company, you're marketing a brand, you're marketing what that product stands behind. So your marketing material needs to correlate with what you're selling and who you are as a business. Um, so I think really doing your research into your demographic, into your customer base, where, you know, that whether you know it, or you've done your research into where you have an idea that your product's going to sell the best, all that research needs to be done way in advance before actually ever releasing your first, um, item. And speaking of marketing, uh, I'm going to have our lovely guest actually pop in here with us, um, to show you a little, uh, piece of pretty merchandise that we have for you guys hey how are you good i'm at work right now but i ran out to give you guys a sneak peek yay oh that one even hasn't been released i thought you were gonna bring on the neon black org one <laughs> that oh my god so for anybody who hasn't known this is going to be a surprise release sometime this week not going to say what day but uh you know look at that chain look at that fat chain i know exactly can't really say anything else but it is fresh it is fly and for those who are going to be listening to the podcast hopefully the hat will be out by the time that you hear this <laughs> But it's so oh, I love that hat so much. I know. I wish you could say more. Heck yeah! All right. Well, I won't hold you up too long. I'm sure you got to get back into work. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, Morgan. Bye. All right. Well, uh, there's a little surprise for you guys. Um, you know, I, I really wish I could say more, but I can't ruin the surprise for the rest of the week. So I really hope for all of those of you guys who are watching this, at least watched it, not not listening. You know what I mean? Anyways, you guys will see the hat soon. Uh, it's they're they're awesome. They're just freaking awesome. I wish I could hold this material more in my hands. But, you know, being halfway across the world doesn't really help. Um, so, yeah. Knowing how to market your material before you sell it, that is a big factor. Look what we just did. We just marketed our material, and we haven't even released it yet. Let's see. See? See what I did there? Um, <laughs> okay. So the, the fourth point that I have for you guys is thinking outside the box. Um, you know, for example, when you go and you try to think about who you're going to market to on social media, um, you need to be thinking in a bigger picture, like... Uh, like influencers um, or crowdsourcing or uh, just your competitors in general and seeing what actions they're taking and who they're going and who to and who they're talking to to be able to spread the word of their company. Um, because, yeah, it's all about word of mouth at the end of the day. <laughs> um, so five, this kind of goes into what I was talking about in the first part of the entrepreneurship vibe cast. That was a lot of words. Um, is test is test fast and fail fast. 
Um, so the, the more that you put out there, um, and the more that you fail, the more that you learn is going to work, what's going to work better for you. Um, you know, one big point that I read about that kind of really influctuates this is, uh, influctuates, wrong word, um, is like your, your analytics and your research uh, material for your marketing. Um, you know, having no results, I mean, having like not measuring your results is like having no results It's having, it's failing because if you're not sitting there and really taking into consideration what each post is post blog, ad drop, whatever, um, how much it's generating, you're never going to know how far you're going to grow if you don't know where you came from. Um, so really being able to focus on what is working with your marketing material and what isn't is a huge factor in play with really knowing how to continue to grow your brand properly and efficiently um, at the end of the at the end of the day. That one slipped out on accident. Um, so six is uh, advertise from multiple different angles. Uh, kind of jumps back into what I was just talking about. Um, you know, you can have social media, uh, and then there's also you know there's radios, there's commercial, there is billboards, there's flyers. Um, you know, there's so many different ways to truly market something, and it really depends on also what you're marketing to. Um, I feel, you know, if you're marketing a, a concert or a show more than anything, you're going to probably go slap up some flyers at some local areas. Um, you know, if you're something more like neon black clothing where you're a clothing company and you're trying to reach out to a broader um, clientele base, you have something like a website and your social media platforms where you always go on and you keep everybody up to date because your brand awareness is big, guys. Brand awareness is key because if your customers trust you, they will be loyal. And the only way for them to learn how to trust you is by seeing your consistency and by seeing your growth and, and your achievements along those lines. And also customer service is another big thing, but that's a whole different topic. Um, so really being able to know what, what platform is going to be the best for you to market on is, is key. Um, because it really, it, it incorporates all that trust at the end of the day, because when someone's going to hear your brand's name, when someone's going to hear something about your brand, the first thing that they're going to think about is like when they hear that ad, they're going to think about what they know about the company. Like if you hear an ad on Bojangles, you know, the first thing in your head is like, man, they've got really good sandwiches or, you know, like something else. Or when you think about another restaurant, you're like, man, their customer service sucks the first thing that you think about is your bias on the company from what you've, you've learned just from watching them and interacting with them. So that's kind of where this kind of flows into, which is like PR, um, which is 0.7. Um, and, you know, really endorsing your brand and building it and having that credibility and that trust. Um, you know, you can put your name next to a lot of things, but it doesn't mean that like we can put neon black next to Supreme doesn't mean that neon black clothing is just as big as Supreme. Um, you know, what's big is it's how you talk about your industry. It's how you talk about your company. It's, um, it, it's the loyalty that you have for your customers as well, which what gives you that loyalty from your customers back in return. You know what I mean? Um, so, you know, every, 
PR is just big, um, whether it's advertising campaigns or word of mouth or events. Um, really, PR is the biggest step to your brand awareness and your trust and loyalty of your customers. And if you have to outsource that, then you have to outsource that. Not everybody is great at marketing and sales. Not everybody is great at PR. Sometimes you have to have people who know what they're doing at the end of the day. At the end, oh my God. Count them. I promise you. Whoever counts that how many times I say that, I will give you free merch. Um, so yeah, you need we really brand awareness. I'm moving on. Um, because <laughs> we're almost at that time too. Uh, number eight is uh, give customers a place to talk about you, uh, whether it's to you, whether it's about you. Um, so I'm gonna uh, real quick. I'm gonna uh, at before. Okay, I'm gonna get to that question first because my brain doesn't know what to do. Um, so on the live stream right now, um, I've got a question that says, uh, you know, I have social awkwardness and anxiety. How can I get my ideas out there? Um, and that's kind of where I would touch base on the whole outsourcing thing. Um, if you don't feel like you're comfortable in social situations, you're not a social person, you're not really good at connections with the spreading your brand awareness. Um, I would recommend going and, and looking for people who, who are good at that. Um, look for people who, that you, whether it's someone that you know, whether it's a company that you're going to an, invest money into so then they can help your brand. And if that's the case, you need to do research within that company. Make sure that, you know, they have a, a, a report sheet that you can read from and see the growth of the companies that they've worked with to know that it's going to be beneficial for you to invest your money in. Um, now, if obviously money is a uh, factor, then I would first start by talking with the friends and family that you know. Um, I feel like the, the, the biggest way for your company to grow off like from the beginning is that friend and family base because it's only ever going to spread word of mouth. To be completely honest with you guys, I'm only where I am at with my photography and neon black clothing because of the, the relationships that I've made with people. Now, they've, not all of them have started off as business conversations. A lot of these happen to be random people that I met at a bar taking photos of, run into them a few more times. We have drinks and we talk, shoot the shit. Um, so I definitely think that uh, um, it, that's something that you, you can follow is uh, talking to friends and family first because they're going to get the word out there for you, especially if they believe in you and they believe in your company. Um, so there's that. Now, uh, number eight. Um, and I don't, I, I don't, there's numbers going on in my, in my live stream chat, numbers of point systems. And I don't know what that point system is going towards, but I really hope that I'm doing better than a 6.5 because that is sad. Unless those are like my bullet points that you're counting because I've been jumping all over the place. So bullet point number eight that I was going to get to before that question, which that was a great question, by the way. Thank you for asking. Um, you know, if you guys ever have questions uh, during these podcasts, please, please uh, don't be afraid to ask. I will get to it no matter how scrambled my brain seems to be. Um, so, yeah, give customers a place to talk to you about uh, to talk about you. Yeah, you know what I mean? Talk about you. Let's let's talk about the brand because reviews, whether it's, you know, <laughs> Yelp or Google, or Facebook, or um, whether it's just your website in general, having a forum that people can reach out to um, for their requests, their concerns, issues, or anything like that, really gives the customer a peace of mind and with the company that they're working with. Like, kind of think about, like, I was trying to find an example to compare it to, but I can't really think of anything off the top of my head at the moment. But 
Um, you know, there is a really strong difference between my light just died. Well, you guys are getting the rest of this in the dark. So there's a really big difference between um, customer service and uh, having like reviews. So customer service is, you know, when people can come and look and get advice from you, um, from your company, what's going on with the product, shipment, anything along those lines. Um, and then something kind of like where Facebook and, and Google reviews uh, really help other customers who are looking at, for, at your company as well for help um, and advice and recommendations. So I think having that, that forum for people to talk to you is huge. Uh, otherwise, other people aren't going to really know about you. There's no um, way for them to look back and see who you've worked with. So I think, I think that's, that's really big. Um, famous says helps. I see your message famous. I don't think your comments have been going through completely. Um, oh wait, no, I see one. Okay. I'm sorry. Uh, so your question is creating something as simple as a Facebook group and asking for feedback. Um, yeah, that's exactly, that's a huge thing that can help your brand. Um, at the end of the day, <laughs> no, um, that's a huge thing that can really help your brand. Uh, not a lot of it sucks, sadly. Uh, a lot of sometimes people just don't do it and they don't follow through. Um, but those who do and leave good reviews, I think, uh, you know, they help. It's better to have one five star review than no star reviews um, coming from a personal experience, you know, and sometimes you got to reach out to those friends and family members to be able to give you feedback. Be like, look, you worked with me. I know you're my friend, but still give me a review. This is still my company. I'm trying to make money off it. I'm an entrepreneur trying to pay my bills. Oh, and Thomas is counting how many times I said at the end of the day. Oh, okay. Um, that point system is great. So you're definitely going to get free merch because you're counting them. Um, so yeah, having a place for people to talk to and talk about you. Um, and my last bullet point that I have for you guys is, um, we look forward to seeing you again. Simple as that. Um, you know, one of the next biggest things I think with coming with any company is the thank you, uh, the gratitude that you can show your customers for them spending their money with you, uh, their hard earned money. You know, we all get paid at the end of the day. We all work 40 hours, not all of us, but we all work, we all work our asses off to pay our bills. So when someone, when a client or a customer is willing to give up their hardworking money to be able to invest in something that they can appreciate from your company, um, you know, it needs to be reciprocated. You need to let them know that you're, you're thankful that, you know, you do look forward to seeing them again because you want that return. Um, you know, you don't want a client who's just going to come to you once you want return customers, um, consistently. So not only asking, you know, a few weeks after whatever, you sold the product, you did the photo shoot, whatnot, you know, you message them and be like, hey, again, I really thank you so much, you know, for working, you know, whatever, buying my product. Um, we really appreciate you as a customer, blah, blah, blah. Um, and, you know, talking about the points being like, hey, you can leave a feedback, you can leave like feedback here. And we look forward to, you know, you purchasing through us again, or a little like, um, oh my god, I was gonna say the total wrong word. Um, like little things that can in 
like push people to want to buy more from you. Um, incentives. That's the word I was looking for. Uh, like more incentives, like with neon black clothing, if you ever buy anything neon black clothing and you take a selfie, you have a chance to be on our neon selfie Sunday, like on any of our pages. Um, it's not like we pick a photo and say, no, we just haven't gotten to yours yet. So I think that's a really cool incentive buying from a company is knowing that you could like be involved with the company on a level more than just being a consumer. Um, and I think that grows that loyalty and that respect of the customer, um, more than anything. I think that was the biggest thing for me when I'm just like, Oh, cool. I can buy a shirt from a company and then I get a chance to like be on their website or I get a chance to be on their page. That's so cool. Cause I mean, and then it gives, then you're so proud of the fact that you were able to do that. Then you're just like, you go off and you tell all your friends, Oh, Hey, go check me out. I was just on blah, blah, blah's page. Like they've got so many thousand followers and like, that's the big thing with, the new age and digital marketing and where we are going. And uh, it's kind of where I'm focusing my career and where I'm going with school is this, this digital marketing field, guys. It's the new day and age. Um, so, yeah, I mean, those are kind of my points. Um, uh, those are kind of my points of um, the sales and marketing. I know they were kind of haphazard and a little rough there, uh, kind of all over the place today. But uh, we did our best and we got through it. Um, and just quick answer Chris's questions down there in the bottom of the end of the day thing. Um, I basically was making a joke because uh, two, two podcasts ago or one podcast ago, I said the word, I said the statement at the end of the day, probably more than two dozen times, not two dozen times, but more than a dozen times. And it was ridiculous when I was listening back to my podcast, when I was editing it, I'm like, this is crazy. I say it way too much. So it's kind of like my catchphrase now. So no one won merch from last week. So now, Tommy, you have won the merch for this week. So I will get that to you. I'll get that to you at the end of the day. How about that? Huh? All right. So for my outro, guys, um, which real quick, I also want to make the point of I know that normally I have music going on in the background of these, which is, I think, one of the reasons why my flow has been a little off is because since I have to hook up my microphone uh, to be able to record myself for our audio podcast so you guys can get them on Facebook, I can't play music out of my computer anymore. Um, so I, I do apologize. Otherwise, we'd be playing some like Kit Kaze or El Neon or, or Duke. Who knows? Who knows what we'd be playing? Um, but for my outro, I would like to remind you guys that uh, two events that we've got coming up soon for Neon Black Clothing, um, they're actually both on the same day, and they are coming up here in about three weeks, uh, a little less than that, actually. Um, nope, just one, two, two and a half weeks. So I know I was right. Um, on May 4th in Raleigh, we have our Skate for Life event over at the Marsh Creek Park. Skate for Life is a celebration of life and um, awareness of mental health and uh, suicide prevention. Uh, it is a skateboarding competition um, that has got prizes one through four for beginners, immediate, advanced. Uh, it is from 12 until 5 p.m. Uh, there's going to be live DJs there, raffles, a um, bunch of cool stuff. Neon Black will be vending. There will be other vendors there as well. Um, and I, yeah, I'm, I don't know if I can tell you this, but there's going to be a little surprise merch drop, um, at that event as well for that event specifically. So we're super excited for that. Also on May 2nd, uh, no, the first, the Wednesday, nope, 
yeah, the first, the Wednesday before that event, we will be having um, Jody and her two sons, the Raleigh Twins skateboarders, um, on our podcast to do a little bit of an interview and tell you guys a little bit more about the event that's going to be on May 4th. So super, super excited about that, guys. If you're a skateboarder and you want to register, make sure you register now. If not, you can register at 10 a.m. Um, at the uh, uh, location itself, Marsh Creek Park. Um, oh, also, and points to that, um, if you do end up coming to this event at Marsh Creek Park and you are wearing neon black clothing and or buy neon black clothing and you continue to wear it, we will be finishing recording our East Coast promo video at the event. So if you are wearing neon black clothing, you have an opportunity to be in our video for the East Coast. So I'm also very excited to help help to finally finish that up. Um and our other event that we will be at on May 4th is going to be out in Charlotte at the Skylark Social Club. Uh, it is going to be Stitchy C, one of our sponsored artists, album release party for his album Colors. Um, there will be a bunch of different other artists there as well, such as Easy Max, Suicide, Ed Lewis, um, King Rash, and much, much more. It was originally $10, but it is now free admission so if you are in the Raleigh, not Raleigh area, I mean, if you're in the Raleigh area and you want to drive to Charlotte, you can do that too. But if you're also in the Charlotte area, that event will be going on uh, May 4th as well. If I'm not mistaken, doors open around like 8 p.m. Um, so super excited for that. We'll be there. Uh, Stitchy C is finishing up recording another video that day as well. Uh, we've just got all sorts of stuff going on for you guys for Neon Black Clothing. We also have a few more drops for you for the rest of this week. So keep uh, your eyes peeled for those drops. We may have a special one in store for you guys tomorrow. You will have to wait and see. Um, and other than that, next week we have Nathan Ryle Photography and Mitch, um, his friend Mitch on here. Um, if you guys missed the original uh, podcast with Nathan Ryle Photography, he is a photographer out in the West Coast that works with, has been working with Neon Black Clothing for a very long time now. Um, so you can go follow him at Taken by Vultures uh, on Instagram if you're curious. We will have him and Mitch on next week. Um, and I appreciate you guys every single week for listening and listening to me mumble and mess up and be my awkward self. But I love you guys so very much. And we wouldn't be here without any of you guys. So please, 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 please come back next week. And I hope you enjoyed this episode. Thanks again for watching another episode of Neon Talk. I'm your host, Paige Hardy. You can go follow me at Paige Hardy underscore. And don't forget to go follow all of our other platforms, all of our other social medias, Neon Black Clothing on Facebook, Instagram, and go follow our Facebook page for Neon Talk, which is Neon Black Presents Neon Talk. So you can go check these podcasts out after the 24-hour period is over, over on those podcasts. So thank you, everybody who's joined me on this live podcast. You guys are awesome. Thank you, everybody who's listening on the podcast now. You guys are still awesome. And I will see you next week. Bye. <laughs>